Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 807 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by James Dean Raider with the Fu Manchu, Ben Askren with the tank top, and always keeping it classy in the great outdoors with his nice button-up shirt on, the never-facial-haired Shane Sparks. Shane, how are you? Doing fantastic, guys. Yeah, to pull off what JD has going on there right now, that is, uh, <laughs> you, know, you have to know your limits. My uh, my son is in town right now. He's 26, and uh, he's trying to grow a beard right now. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I'm honest with him. And I told him, I said, Austin, here's the deal. We can't do it. Now, his isn't, <laughs> his isn't horrible, but it's. he goes, Dad. He goes, you're the only guy that tells me that it doesn't look good. I said, I'm just being honest with you, Austin. It doesn't look the best. You guys remember the show Beavis and Butthead back in the. Yeah, of course. And they would like, there were a couple of times where they would like trying to grow beards. They would like glue face, you know, glue hair to their face. That's kind of what I look like. So I don't, uh, yeah, I could never pull that off, JD. It looks fantastic. I love it. I mean, talking to you, I mean, I would, as we know, I'd love to go back to 1985 and hit pause. (laughs) <laughs> but I would to go back to the seventies. Hanging out with you was nineteen seventy six. When I look at you, JD, you know what I think about? Reggie a... Jackson and the Yankees and that epic run in nineteen seventy seven. Nineteen seventy seven. JD's like oh, it's like one third of Reggie Jackson. Reggie when Jackson. I when I saw JD today, the first thing I thought about was Reggie man, Jackson? I feel like it's nineteen seventy seven and I start thinking about the Yankees. Wow. Go figure. What an honor. Shane, you're a good dad. Hi, you know who you kind of look like? Take, taking it, you know, talking about those those Yankee teams in the mid seventies, you have, you know, who you remind me of, JD. You got a who? Thurman Munson look to you. Remember the great late Thurman Munson? That's who you kind of remind me of. Wasn't he like a catcher, maybe? Or Who's a catcher? Like that? Yeah, okay. the captain. Right. I was yep. thinking Eddie Munster, not Thurman Munson. But, <laughs> um, Shane, you're a good dad for telling your son the truth that no one else will tell him. That's good. Yeah, I mean, when you, you can't do it, it's like you you, 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 you can either you know you can't. And I would say this. Best facial hair, I would say in wrestling for sure, and that I've seen with my own eyes, Kyle Klingman's beard is rich. I mean, oh, that's okay. a beard. I know that's where we're going. <laughs> it's a beard. It's a good beard. Um, okay, Shane, we have a lot to catch up with you about. I, I want to ask Ben about this too. So much. Oh, what we learned? We learned oh, last week, I guess, or uh, during the time of your excursion, Ben. Uh, that Seth Gross is now a carnivore. This is a meat eater. He he went on the carnivore diet for like uh, you know last six months or so with great success apparently, obviously. Um, and Ben, I'm really curious for your thoughts on carnivore diet. Uh, but also, what was his also, number? What was his number one reason? Um, he said the number one was like it really helped with his recovery, inflammation stuff, mm. back pain. I don't know what was the straw that broke the camel's back that made him get into it, but. And okay. I know he was on the Bader um, show yesterday and talked about it, and I haven't got to listen to it at this point. Yeah, I I think cool. Um, I was you know one of the things I I get frustrated with myself. I don't know enough about nutrition, but I listen to you know people on Rogan, and it seems like they're all really smart and they're all right. I did listen to the guy talking about the carnivore diet. It seems great. I know other people are big fans of it. I think maybe different things are for different people. And uh, if talking to him, then. Go for it. Would you do it? Would you ever try it? Uh, I love meat. It's I don't I, I no, I've never tried it. It seems like it would get old real fast. 
real fast. I, I love meat, but like just meat, that's it? Yeah. I bet you can't even do like sausage either. You, oh, really? Well, I think it's like just beef. In, I think it's like on. just Mixed beef, like, like ground beef, steak, that's it. Oh, I bet chicken tastes so terrible on the carnivore diet just because it's like not the best as <laughs> is. Then Shane, would you ever do the carnivore diet? I'm one of these guys, and I'm like Ben said, I'm not knowledgeable in nutrition. I wish I was. I'm one of these guys. If you told me something is good for you and it was, I would do it. I mean, I'm not picky. I'll eat anything. Like Ben said, I don't know if I'd want to do it. It'd probably get a little boring because I love to eat as I mean, I love anything. I'll try anything, but I don't care what it is. If something is supposedly good for you, and I'm pretty gullible too. I mean, I just oh, so <laughs> I don't do enough research. Yeah, I'd, I'd give it. A, I mean, if it was helpful, like Ben said, different things for different people. If I'm especially if I'm an athlete and I find something that's working for me, I'm doing it. No, for this, sure. one, this one says you can eat meat, fish, eggs and some other animal products. What about a butter diet? Just only but butter. You, you just eat butter. <laughs> only country crock. Just country crock. <laughs> Straight out um, the tub. <laughs> I will tell you, I don't, uh, I rarely eat breakfast. You know, I don't say, I don't do the intermittent fasting where it's like eight hour window, but um, I usually don't eat till like noon or one. I like that a lot. Yeah, I like that too. Pretty good. Sometimes I, I last, I used to let, be able to last a lot longer. Now the snacks at HQ are so good. It's oh, true. It's weak, man. Christian. It is so weak. It is weak. I walk by those. I don't know. It depends on what it is on the day. Maybe a bag of sun chips. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll get a before the mix. show. No, 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 no. But like, I'll uh, get, I'll get back to HQ around ten or so, and then I'll be like, kind of hungry, and I'll walk right by. Snack. Like I'm not gonna not <laughs> yeah. eat the sun chips. So, but sometimes I'll do good. I'll do good. You know, man, not today because it's breakfast taco day. But so I guess I'm I'm a failure. I'm a failure. Oh, at this. I guess I got one link though. That says top five reasons the carnivore diet is nonsense. Nonsense. So that's what it says. Okay. My whole thing is uh, basically I think different diets work for different people. That's a yeah. fact. That not everyone's a, a carnivore react diet the could. Yeah, carnivore diet could be. It's, exactly it's hard to argue with needs. Seth's growth right now, right? I mean, if it's work, if 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 it's work, if he thinks it's working for him, it must be doing all right, right? If yeah. he says he feels better, yeah. And, more energized i'm sure he is yeah another person could not be yeah that's true uh, the butter diet is working well for me i'll keep you guys yeah. updated um carnivore diet foodless red meat white meat um animal fat i don't know why that's not included in the meat portion poultry fish seafood eggs got it that i can't think of another meat category that is not included there it says you can eat sausage, JD. Oh, okay. sausage is in. That's that's great news for JD. Um, okay, I guess I want to get a little bit of your thoughts, Shane, on the uh, Seth Gross Dayton Fix matchup while while we're discussing. Have we it. have we talked about this? Is Not it, we talked about it. Have I been on since? Not collectively. No, we have. You haven't been on since really? before Final Shane. X. The rest of us have. I, I, I'm going to tell you this, guys. You know how I. I mean, I get poked fun of it anytime I'm talking wrestling because I very rarely pick a side because I've always said when it comes to predictions, you have about 5% of the data needed to make a, a, a decent prediction. I hate being wrong, even though it's it's fun and it's what we do. I still, it's like, I feel like an idiot when I'm wrong. I have never, I was, I was thinking about this. I've been thinking about this lately. 
I don't think I've ever been more wrong. I mean, if I could have done, I mean, <laughs> I've never been more wrong. I mean, I we, we joke about me using the word shocked and this and that. I was shocked that Seth Gross won that match. Shocked. I mean, I thought that, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, I Yeah. Seth Gross, I apologize. Congre- That's what I love about this sport. It doesn't matter what anybody thinks. You got to go out and get it done. Period. I was shocked that Seth Gross won. And I'll tell you this, Seth Gross, I feel bad. I remember broadcasting his, his semifinal match with Tariq Wilson, I believe it was the year that he won it. Oh, that was crazy. And Tariq Wilson's like living on his legs. And, and I remember like during the broadcast, trying to be borderline respectful, but I basically said, Seth Gross doesn't have a chance to win if he wrestles like this against Meechich. I didn't give him much of a chance against, I'm like, he's not going to beat Meechich. He didn't look good. I didn't think he looked good. But that's what I, I've kind of come to realize. Seth Gross, he's tricky. Like This guy... I'm a, I'm a fan yeah. of Seth Gross, but no, there's no wrestler ever that I've been more wrong on more than once than Seth Gross. What do you I guys mean, think uh, most shocking to make the world team? Um, the one that came to my head was Frank Molinaro in 2016. Um, that was wild. That was that, that was, was that with uh, uh, was that with Mc, uh, Metcalf? Just the whole bracket. The whole yeah, yeah. Metcalf yeah. was one. Jail, yeah. um, Reese, Kennedy, Pico. Logan, Steber. This bracket yeah. was. It was so, so insane. Is there another one besides Gross? I mean, Gross over Dayton, I feel like. Because Andy okay. Hamilton and I were debating this, and I threw it out there. I said, I think it's the biggest. Like you just said, Ben, I'm like, I can't think of another world team What's where a guy made a world team that was he, like, what? He was the, was the eight or nine seed? No, J- yeah, it, it was, the nine. was the nine also, but yeah. Jaden was, was different. kind of. It was a little different because he he just he was nine because he hadn't been in the mix. Well, when Mono had been in the mix, it was still nine. He was truly the nine. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I, that I will was. I see this about the gross match though. This I will say because I'm I'm watching it on my couch. You guys did a great job as always. I'm watching it, and I did think to myself at the end of that first, like, you know where I think Gross kind of won that match. And this is a crazy comment, but the last minutes of the first match. The last minute, I mean, I remember thinking, like, going in, I'm like, guys never, you know, he's not going to win. Fix gets off to the quick start. And even though Fix won that first match, when it was over, I did pause as I, I was watching it, and I thought, man, it's, it, this could get interesting. That was the first time I thought, this could get interesting, yeah, was the final minute, even though he lost. But, yeah, that was shocking to me. Well, I, was, I guess I don't know if I thought that uh, at that point that Gross is going to win, but I thought, oh, I wow, didn't this think is, that, this but he got my attention. This is going to be a blowout. I mean, this is this is competitive. This is a real thing. Yeah, yeah. I think I think what makes Seth, um, I mean, why the pitfalls you fall in with him, Shane, are just like he does have those matches and those moments and the tactics really where he can look really vulnerable, where the tactic can be let guys in. But if the guy can finish, you just look like you have no recourse, right? And yes. I think he, uh, yeah, he made he made all the necessary adjustments. I think in terms of surprising and why I think Dayton might be a little more surprising. In some ways it is, in some ways it isn't with Seth versus Molinaro. Because for Frank, he navigated a really, really deep weight full of people that were not proven at the senior level to, to bring home medals at this weight. Only... Uh, I think even at that point, Logan Steber had not won. He won that year. He won that year, but it was 
it's later yeah. after that yeah. so none of those guys had a senior yeah. world medal whereas seth navigated not that deep of a field to make it to dayton right it what who did he have in the finals sure. uh he had nico yeah the shazer right and then the right shazer nico was in the semis i think so okay. the, the the depth of the field but he beat a guy who is the reigning world silver medalist yes. so that way those kinds those weights really negate each other um I feel like in 2011, uh, Teon Ware beating Brent Metcalf was sort of surprising. Um, was that was that 11 or 13? It was 11. It was 11. Okay. Metcalf was, was on the team in 13. Um, but then, you know, but like I, that was just like kind of the prevailing thought was Metcalf was going to make teams. But again, we were not great at that weight. So it was not, I mean, Danny Felix, I mean, that was out of nowhere in 2000. You know Nine. what's funny, Christian? I'm gonna. I'll, can I push it? Danny Felix was a funny one. Can I push back <laughs> when you say because you just said twice? Um, your 2016, you said they have had no world medals, or I don't remember what verbiage you used. And then yeah. you, again, 2011, you said with the same weight class, no success. I think we should kind of take that out of our vernacular because 65 is so deep. We haven't had a medal in 17 years. Mm-hmm. Whereas, say, 86 and up, we have metal highly frequently. Yep. I don't actually think the quality of wrestler is different. I think the level opponent is different. I think it's easier to win medals 86 kg and above. 65 is like the, I don't want to say the, I don't, the ideal weight for worldwide. I mean, because they like Japan's small and the little guys, that's kind of the end of their run. Russia's still got really good 65s, like... 65 is hard to medal at. Like when I think of you, you list off some of the 65s who've not gotten a world medal. I don't say they're worse wrestlers than the guys at 92, 97, even 86 a little bit. I know they had worse world level results, but I think it's strictly due to the field. Hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't know that I agree with that. I mean, you really think, well, Okay, go I mean, ahead. Sorry. On the high end with like David, I mean David Snyder, Jaden, you don't think they're on the But even even prior to that, so if we if we look, if we look at depth. over the last fifteen to twenty years, there's been guys not named David Kyle Jaden who've been able to win world medals who maybe weren't you wouldn't have put them on a different tier as the guys that were say uh well to co we'll take college weights, right? The guys who were say um, uh, 33, 41, 49, mm -hmm. you might have actually thought of more highly than the guys that were, say, 84, 97 or small heavies who've had world-level results and success. Um, and especially, like, junior level, you think of junior level, it seems like we win a medal every single year at those any of those weights. Like, every year, whoever goes for us is winning a medal. Yeah, uh, well, I don't know about that, but... Um, at the junior level, at those upper at weights, 65? we win medals every... Oh, so no, upper weights, upper yeah, weights, yeah, yeah. upper weights every single year. No matter what, we win medals at the at the middle and lowers. So, yeah, we, sometimes guys that are like not even D one. That good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think I think we should kind of take that out. I just think the world is so much. Uh, you know, listen, we're not taking away from Kyle Snyder, Jane Cox, and David Taylor. These guys are right, the that. best of the best ever. I'm just saying, I feel a certain level of disrespect towards. Um, I don't know whether whether it be Yanni or Brett Metcalf or Zane Rutherford. Like, I don't feel like they suck. I just feel like the world's that deep there. Well, you I don't, well hold on. Well, don't put word, don't don't start the thing by putting words in my mouth. I'm, okay, I you said, didn't say and, they suck. You, I said you said no. 
I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I said an an absolute fact. They we haven't medaled. They didn't there. win a world medal. It's yes, a fact. Yes, you, I'm not saying you, we medaled. Fact, si you put, 57, you put them down because 61. We medaled. We medaled at 60. We medaled at 70, 74. So it's just one. It's just one weight. So how do, how do you explain 57, 61? Not, yeah, I don't well, think these guys I, I, I think 61, I do, 70. I think 61, 70 are easy. The deepest weight, right? I mean, I, yeah, we say 65. it. We say it before worlds every time. It is the deepest weight, and the yeah. fact that we're not elite there like we are at other weights is why we don't medal there, right? Yeah, I think we um, are good. We're really we're good. We have a lot of really good guys who could medal. Yeah. So wait. So I think sixty-one, seventy are different because they're they're not Olympic weights, and other even countries, when it was six. But when it was sixty, we medaled. Sixty was an Olympic yeah, weight. And we medaled not a lot though. Not every year. Not like the upper weights. Well, Col Coleman. Um... Coleman got one medal, um, but I don't. Did Reese ever medal? And he made mm -hmm. the team a whole bunch, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So um, we didn't. We, and we definitely. So then it was. It was sixty, then sixty-six. So we we obviously didn't at sixty-six either. But right. sixty-one and seventy are not Olympic weights. So I think some other countries with less resources put less effort. And then the best, the best guy in each one of those teams is headed to sixty-five, right? Because they know that's the Olympic weight. Um, 57, do we have a regular placer before Gilman? Uh, Ramos never placed. Um, he was right there. Simmons, Simmons was kind of close, but didn't place. Hazelwinkle didn't place. Dennis Obi-Blanc didn't come Dennis. close, really. Obi-Blanc. Yeah. So we didn't have a ton of success at 57. I mean, obviously we had Cejudo. Cejudo. We had Jimmy Henson. But now we're going 20-some years back. So I, just, I, think, I think as a country, we definitely have – so sorry, this is, I'm getting long-winded, but the whole the only point I I wanted to make there was I feel like in the 2016 2011 brackets you kind of I don't know, put those guys down a little bit because because they didn't have a world medal and I think it's just more they don't have a world medal because the world's so much deeper at those weight classes and those are still really really high caliber guys. Well, it's just something you should mention if you're talking about biggest sure. upsets. It's yeah. it's just a guy that has a world medal versus someone that went to worlds and won zero matches. That's a pretty big difference. Um, and a lot of our t our attempts at at the international at sixty five sixty six, we don't even win a match. Um, yeah, it's wild. I mean, but there it is also unseated. And that now we're well. Uh, it's prior to what two years ago it was unseated, so that That's, has an effect. Yeah. And you're talking all in arrows run. You're talking about twenty sixteen. Yep. And he was what, fifth at the Olympics in Rio? Yeah. That yeah, year, he was very close. Right there to Twice. beating Frank. Yeah, man. He was right there. Yeah. And uh, Joe, Joe Caprino brings up a good point. The biggest surprise with Molinero was him qualifying the weight. And that was a whole ordeal, that if too. you recall, because You're he so sort of tested. didn't. Um, <laughs> he got meldoniumed into it because someone tested positive, a current, now, now the reigning world champion, Magomed Red Gadzaev from Poland. He was out. And then they're like, ah, actually, you can be in. And but that him being out bumped Frank in, but then he ended up being in anyway. Anyways, it was a mess. Twenty sixteen okay. was a total mess. Um, but yeah, that's our best sixty five run we've had since Bill. Yeah, forever. to be honest. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm putting them down. I'm just saying it. A, 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 okay, a fact. I think they're all. That was really kind of sorry. I got us off track when we got really long winded on that point. I didn't know we were on track, so that is news to me. <laughs> we don't um, have to be on track. Because the other thing, Shane, if we're just going to – or Shane, Christian, we're staying off track, is I do remember this was um, probably 2015, maybe a year ahead of time. 
and I remember thinking about all the guys that were going to squeeze into the um, 65 kg bracket, yep. right? Because that was the first year, I believe, where we had 6170. It was 2015. Um, and I remember thinking, like, holy crap, this Olympic trials bracket is going to be like one of the greatest brackets ever assembled in American history. You know, when you started listing all the guys and Hodge winners and multiple it might be, champions. Man. But they don't have a world medal. They yeah, all suck. <laughs> That's your word, that's, not mine. That's Christian Pyle's words. That's a, that's a Ben Asker quote. I've never said that. No, I mean, for I from an American perspective. Uh, suck. I don't have a world medal. I suck. I, should, I mean, I should, that should be a T-shirt. Ben. Um, I don't have one either, Christian, so I suck too. But here's what you said, Here's what you said, and here's why you're right um, about, about 65. If you're saying an American bracket, well, then – it's constrained to America, and you look at the American credentials, the NCAA folk style credentials, et cetera. Then I think there is a case that that is like one of the best brackets we've ever had in terms of the yeah, it was ridiculous, the, the absolute depth. Um. Anyway, um, Shane, do you have? Any, there's a couple other things that we we wanted to chat with you about, but one, have you got to, a chance to look at the new uh, NCA bylaws at all? And do you have an opinion on them? If so, yeah. I mean, I just glanced through them. I mean, I, uh, I mean, the one that stands out is what is it? You get to wrestle, uh, what is it, five times? Mm-hmm. You know, keep a two point GPA. I mean, I, I, on the surface, that seems to make sense for me. I mean, especially. I mean, I just look at it from a doom do meet standpoint. When you got a, you know, potential forfeit, like throw somebody out there, you know, give somebody a yeah. chance to wrestle. So I mean, seems seems like it's good for me. Yeah. All right. You know, Pass, passes the. Right? Yeah. No, we we like it. We like it. We think it's good. Um, yeah. Um, and then gr- other sports are like that. Yeah, like football, right. you can play. I think four or five games. Yeah. Which yeah. is a pr- pretty significant portion of the season. It's actually more than you a uh, higher percentage than you can in wrestling. Honestly. Sure. And still maintain your eligibility. So that's cool. We're getting rid of grounded in any way we can, Shane. Um, we we got some. I, I actually got, some heat I, I got excited for a split second there, Christian, and I thought you actually meant it. Was we thought happening. we did it. It's gonna happen. Nice. I'm speaking it. I'm, I'm willing it's it. Gonna happen. That's right. Um, just self talk there. So yeah, we're getting <laughs> rid of that rule as best we can, Shane. Uh, I don't know if you have an opinion on it or if you maybe you like it. Um, we would love it if you if you took oh, the alternate take. No, I'm I'm good. I, I'm signing that petition. I, I will say this. And again, I don't want, I'll take 20 seconds on this and we're going to turn the page, but I agree with Ben. You can like both styles. I like, yeah. both styles. I love, I like folk style better, but I like them both, but I yeah. will say this. I continue to just laugh at this, this narrative that freestyle wrestling rules are just so much easier to understand in folk style. I mean, that, oh, that, that to yeah. me just cracks me up. Like no way, no way. Yeah. Folk style rules are easier to understand. Folk style can get a little tricky around the edge, but for the most part, it's not overly difficult to understand. Not compared to freestyle when it's, you got three trained officials. And again, I'm not picking on these guys. It is what it is. But you have three trained officials that don't agree. Yeah. Often. You know, it challenge can... bricks coming in, the flow of it. Yeah, the two many challenge bricks. That, that's one thing. If I bricks. got to pick one thing, all these uh, tournaments I go to coach at, and they give everyone challenge bricks all the time, it is the most preposterous thing. If it they, is. Billy's dad in the corner and effing 10U should get a brick in the first round. It is so preposterous. 
I'm with you there. Take yeah, the Jalen Brick should be should be a, a, I don't know. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much. Too much. Too much. Hey, you know what's hey. um, pretty telling though, mm. Mr. Piles? It we is. put out an open invitation yesterday for anyone, anyone, mm-hmm. to come on here and tell us why Grounded was good. Yeah, we didn't get one person signed yeah, up. You're not going to. Not one. Not one. I mean, that's telling, right? Because surely someone. There's some knucklehead that's like, I just, just want to go on FRL, so I'm going to freaking defend grounded. And they yeah. like at least like had a couple bullet points or something. Like, it's good to be able to go to your knees before you go out of bounds. It's a really good move, you know? Yeah. One like, guy, someone at least do that. It's called a level change, bro. <laughs> One guy did call into the voicemail and left a very lengthy voicemail, somewhat sort of defending it. And then he called back in like five minutes later and was like, Never mind. He's like, scratch that, man. He literally he had a whole long thing, and then he's like, never mind. I was wrong. That's it's funny. not. Like, I need to go back and read the rule book more. Yeah. I take it back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, that, is, that is not good. We had one take back. Um, uh, okay. And we have some uh, the end date in line for Jordan Burroughs. He says 2024 is his last year, no matter what. Um, so, uh, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, Shane. When did he, when did he come out and when did he come out and uh, say that? Final X, right after he made the team. Okay. Yep, he said. Yeah, this is I it. mean Jordan Burroughs, uh, for me. Talk about uh, Mount Rushmore man crushes. He's on it for me wow. in all my dealings of sports. Oh God, twenty Shane, years. Did you, Shane, did you just admit to us you have a Mount Rushmore? I'm going to tell you this about Jordan Burroughs. <laughs> oh, I mean, absolutely, Ben. Derek Jeter, Tom Brady, Jordan Burroughs. <sighs> have to think about who'd be number four you but, could uh, put five on yours shane you you yeah you... i could put five exactly i'll come up with a couple more but Don't i'll say this your man Burroughs. crushes been in sports for 22 23 years oh my god this guy is a you know you always talk about how somebody's a once in a generation blah whatever yeah. jordan burrows yeah. is i think he's a once in a lifetime guy his perspective i mean obviously you have to win and he wins but the way he carries himself, treats people. I could listen to Jordan Burroughs talk forever. I just love, I, I just love how he, I just love how he carries himself. I'm a huge Jordan Burroughs fan, and I tell myself to to appreciate him because I don't think we're going to see another one. Just not not a combination mm-hmm. of his level of success and and just the way that he carries himself. He is the you. I'll give you this challenge. I don't. I just don't think. There is a sport, and I love wrestling, but I'm being real objective here. And I don't follow other sports like I follow wrestling, but I'm still going to make this comment. I don't think there's a sport that has a guy like Jordan Burroughs to that magnitude that has had such an impact. Again, combination of winning, when he won in a time when USA Wrestling was struggling. He's carried the torch for so long, the prolonged success that he's had. And again, the way that he, I mean, he is just fantastic for the sport. I mean, he is He's articulate. He's he's kind. He's but he's so tough. Like he's Jordan Burroughs is the man. Yeah. I, I I'll I'll throw hands if somebody wants to badmouth Burroughs. Wow. Like that, that'll get me go. If you badmouth Burroughs is the equivalent to parking in a handicapped spot without a handicap. Like, I'm on. Let's go. Yeah. Or literally. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. Don't even I, don't Shane, I think we should just let just change his talk for an hour and just call the show. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be a sad day. It'll be a sad day when it Burroughs. Will. It will. I mean, I might. 
I, I probably get a little choked up watching that because he's just been, and I'll give you a Jordan Burrow story too. I'll make this real quick. I, you, you, this is life in general. You make, you know, you want to make people feel good. You remember how people make you feel. And Jordan Burroughs, with all his accolades, I remember my early dealings with him. Like, I'd always walk away feeling important. Like, it was just, he, he just has this way with people. It, he's, he's a special guy. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, uh, okay. I had a point. Uh, and then I forgot. Oh, guys, I can't uh, believe we have The up. chat's on fire today, guys. So, hey, Shane, Larry Steele's asking you, he said, "Does the grounded leg? Uh, does the grounded rule have a leg to stand on?" <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's it's comedy hour. Uh, hey, that, guys, real says, quick. I want to be on FRL so bad, but even I can't make an argument. Yeah, I can't believe we've come into this show. We're at a half an hour. I thought Ben would be the first to bring it up. It has not come up yet. Happened? What? Justin Bieber canceled in Milwaukee. I was supposed to be there on Friday night. How do you think Ben would know that? How would I know something <laughs> like that? He's a big Bieber fan. Ben, you got to be a Bieber fan. Why did he cancel? What's his problem? He's got like he's got something wrong with his face. Like half <laughs> no, his half his face is paralyzed. Yeah, yeah actually, real. I did read that somewhere. I read that. Yes, no, that's real. I, I am so bummed Twitter. out. I'm I so I'm so bummed. You I could not my, have my, said that any funnier, Shane. <laughs> There's something yeah. wrong with his face. He has Ramsey Hunt syndrome. No, what is that? So no Bieber on Friday yeah. night. Oh, man. Ah. Now what are you going to do on Friday? Well, those last Friday or coming up Friday? It was you know, hey, the 24th. Shane, you know who's playing in, in Milwaukee that I'm actually excited about? At True. State Fair, I'm going to go with all the Wisconsin Rednecks, Okay. <laughs> Nelly's playing. In oh August. yeah, that'll be good. Oh baby, Absolutely. yeah. Let's go. That's my style right there. I put <laughs> on the nineties for that one. Practice. All he's going to join you for that one. Wait, he's going to be at the the Wisconsin State Fair. Oh, that's yeah. a good time too. Yeah, there we go. Oh, Wisconsin. My gosh. I will say this: <clears throat> oh. you put Milwaukee, put Milwaukee in the summertime with Summerfest, and they got to get Summerfest back to normal. What it used I thought to it's be. going, isn't it? This yeah, year? no, but they it's not, it it's back, not the you know, two-week deal straight. It's on a few weekends. You take Summerfest on Lake Michigan, Wisconsin State Fair. That's a, that's a pretty good, from a musical standpoint, that can go with anybody. That can go with anybody. Yep. Dang. Uh, no, dude, Keith Gothard, it, Gothard State says Fair, you're going to put a Band-Aid on your cheek for, for uh, the Nelly concert. Are you going to do that? Look. That means, you know what? Actually, in the seventh grade, I had got a ringworm right there, and I had a Band-Aid on my cheek for a while because I was embarrassed about it. <laughs> uh, Were you really? Yeah. Uh, actually, I think the doctor was a dum-dum, and they told me. Oh, listen. To this day, to this day, skin doctors still are really bad. Like, like I'll have a kid not show up to practice. I'm like, hey, where were you? And they'll be like, oh, with the doctor. He told me I had. Blah, blah, blah. And I said, send me a picture. Nah, that's not, you know, they tell them the wrong thing constantly. It's so annoying. Yeah, it's, it is kind of hit or miss. My, uh, my father-in-law had def definitely had ringworm, like just the textbook looking thing. And the doctor was being all weird about it. I was like, I literally yeah. called, we did a telemedicine appointment for Natalie. I was like, look at this. This is ringworm. They're like, okay, yep, that's what that is. And they give you the prescription. It's, yeah. It's really weird. Well, why do you how... need a prescription? You just go to Walgreens and buy the seven dollar freaking uh, antifungal. Uh, yeah, Lotrimin no, or whatever. No, Lotrimin doesn't work. We put that on. Yes, forever. it does. No, it doesn't. Lotrimin no. works and Lamisil. They all nope. they all work. 
Wrong. Not a, you. You have that weak, weak uh, ringworm. We get the real stuff down here. Ah, Nothing funny. over the counter. That's why, your, guys, you got to be using Defense Soap whenever you get a chance. Defense Soap. Build. Great, great partner of uh, Flow Wrestling. Get yourself some Defense Soap. Yeah. Defense oh. what Natalie, come Ooh. here. Natalie's here. She can talk about ring. Natalie's on the show. Whoa, now, yeah, they're here. Katie's out of town. Here she comes. Uh -oh. Let's go, right. kids. Sh Tell Natalie, us about ringworm. Come here. Stand right here. Show where your ringworm was. Where was it? But now it's completely gone. Did Lotrimin work on your ringworm? No. What, what happened? Um, we put it on for like, like six months, and it and it didn't go away. Not six months. It felt, it felt like six months because I had to keep putting it on, and it never worked. But then when we got the other cream from the doctor, it worked. It worked. Wow. And also use defense soap. Thanks, Natalie. Oh man, great okay. job! How old is she, Christian? Uh, uh, good question. Nine. You Nine. should have taken the Keith Gothard method. He says sandpaper and bleach. Yeah, what? Why? <laughs> no, listen. No, you'll see some kids come in. Yeah, listen. This happens on a semi-regular basis. Uh, you know, once every couple months, a kid will come in and you and they'll have like an abrasion, but it's in a perfect circle. And they'll be like, oh, I just fell on the driveway or some stupid excuse. And you'd be like, listen, I know that's ringworm. It's not really a big deal. Go buy some Lotrimin because it actually does work. And then <laughs> come back in two days. Like, it'll be gone in two days. It's not I a big deal. I will say Lotrimin can get it to a point where it is passable and it may not get detected by a wrestling official because it definitely no, no, no. It do doesn't up. work. You got to keep putting it on. That's the problem. That's where all the kids mess up. They put it on for like two days and it gets a little, you know, like dry. And then they stop putting it on and it comes back. You just got to keep putting that on, like, till it's gone, gone. This is ridiculous. <laughs> that was is a that ringworm public? factory hey, for, like, 20 years, Nelly? Christian. Hey, I, you were just doing Nelly, right? Gone, what? gone. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's hot in here. Gone, gone is Nelly? I, I think there's gone, gone in those lyrics at some oh, point. Maybe. Gone, gone, Nelly. Hey, listen. Let's see. The Wisconsin State Fair, though, I, I am, listen, when we talk about Wisconsin State I'm embarrassed to be a Wisconsinite during the Wisconsin State oh, Fair. They have like fried butter sticks and just all kinds <laughs> of just nasty shit. And it's like, this is gross. Like, why are we, we, we are, we are having pride about oh, whatever yeah. this disaster is. And we should ben, not be proud. And now of let's this carry that really over, gross. Ben. You bring up a good point. Now let's carry that over to uh -oh. football season when they're at Lambeau Field and the camera crew's like, let's find what yeah and then they show up on tv and it's like that is not that not we don't all look like that you know that no true? shirts not way overweight from the state yeah, we don't all look yeah. like that look at this <laughs> someone hey you know what ben someone in the chat what? said that you look like you're you're getting in shape and you look less tired i was just gonna less ask you, ben, you okay listen i have on the kind of board i do i uh, i'm not on the car i do have this thing though where my fat only goes literally in my midsection. So like up here, I pretty much always look pretty good. Um, you get the belly tire. Everyone kind of judged me. Listen, I had a hip surgery. I couldn't do anything. I literally couldn't do anything for four months. And I like mm -hmm. to eat too much. So yeah, I got, I got kind of fat. And after that, I said, listen, this is a life choice. I'm not going to be fat anymore. And I work out on a regular basis. <laughs> I still probably eat just a little bit too much. I'm probably like, Eight pound, eight eight to ten pounds over normal fighting weight. That's how I you feel. Did, like and it. I'll bet yeah. Ben. Here's my guess. Here's my yeah. guess. What? And I have no idea. I'm just guessing. My brother and I talk about this all the time. So I'm 46. My brother's 44. 
We try to take care of ourselves. Yeah. Getting a little chubby, you know, and it's like, we're embarrassed about it. We hate it. But our girlfriends are like, oh, you guys look fine. And we're like, what? Like, yeah. I'll bet Amy thinks you look great, right? Like, women just don't care about this. They don't stuff. care. Oh, they don't care. Oh, yeah. They don't. We, we, I don't think women really care. Guys, like, we try to look good. We like our, you know, like women looking nice. I think most women are like, nah. I've never gotten fine. really obese, so I can't say for sure. But, uh, and I'll try, probably try never to get there. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't put them in that category. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, we're we talking. We're talking about something serious. Oh, that was Wisconsin State Fair. Don't come. It's gross. I'm sure. <laughs> we're talking about something good. serious, and he goes to the state fair. <laughs> let's let's about, get serious. Yeah, kind of making me want to go to the Wisconsin ago, State Dan, Fair. You guys will love this. A couple years ago at the state fair, it made the news. It was probably three years ago already with the two people that got caught messing around in the cow barn or whatever. Remember that, Ben? Oh boy. What? Classic. Yeah. Messing around no. in the cow barn. Google it. Google it. Yeah, at the state fair about three years ago in Wisconsin, two people get caught doing whatever in like one of the barns at state fair. No, only I in Wisconsin. Only in Wisconsin. No, that happens in Iowa for sure too. That doesn't even they get reported do it in with, Iowa. They actually, do it That's with a Tuesday. They don't get so. caught in Iowa. They don't get caught in Iowa. In Wisconsin, you got you got to be discreet on that stuff. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, talking about ringworm and stuff, it, it's funny since like uh. <laughs> kind of getting into like jujitsu, whatever, and like they're very strict about like no shoes on the mats, like yeah, be clean and stuff. And then you go to wrestling tournaments and you see the, oh, yeah. everyone just walking around the bathroom yeah. outside in yeah, their wrestling shoes. Right <laughs> dude, this referee, he came, he came up and apologized to me, but this dude, cadet duels came at me so hard, and then the head of, head official told him to get lost essentially, and then he came and apologized, but he's like. He can't really like, hey, you need to get your shoes on. And I thought at first I thought he was messing with me a little bit, you know. So I'm like, ah ha 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 ha. And then he's like, get serious. And I'm like, listen, here, here's my deal. To your point, JD, people piss in the bathroom, they do all kinds of gross things in the bathroom. I have to walk in the bathroom to take a piss with my sandals on. So when I come out to the mats, I put my sandals on the side of the mats and I walk mm -hmm. on the mats because I don't want my piss sandals on the mats. Yes. And so this is, yes, myself, listen, this is why I do this because I don't want these gross ass sandals on the mat. Look at you. You got them shoes. You walked in the bathroom. You're making this mat all nasty. These dudes are wrestling on the mat. And he's like, no, shoes on. You're going to get kicked out of here. And like, the he want, he general. legit wanted to kick me out of the tournament because I wouldn't put my shoes on. For, and all uh, the coaches and wearing had, shoes? Had, oh, I'm what? sure. Yeah. Coaches were wearing shoes. Yeah, but everyone wears Coach? shoes. Coaches yeah. don't wear shoes. Uh, I mean, yeah, most of the time what? they do. What are you talking uh, about? Wrestling coaches do not wear shoes at tournaments. Yeah, most of, not, not. What are you talking them, about? But a large percentage. Wrestling do. shoes. Yes, they do. Oh, well, yeah, I just mean no. shoes. Oh, yeah. yeah we oh, he wanted we you shoes. to put your sandals on. He wanted me to put my sandals on. I thought I, he wanted I you like, to put nah. wrestling shoes oh, on. Oh, that would be hilarious. No, no, no. no. He, wanted me to put my, my, he wanted me to put my sandals on. Oh, my I got you. Wear. He did not want me to be barefoot. He thought he was going to kick me out of the tournament. But to all you referees who want to kick me out of the tournament in the future, <laughs> or anyone who's grossed out by my bare feet. Listen, y'all walk around and piss and then walk on the mats. Get lost. I yeah, it's, it's funny. It's yeah, but every wrestler does it too, so it's like that's, that's also why you draw the line at refs. to them. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm drawing the line to myself. I don't well, want to. Well the wrestlers aren't to the trying problem. to kick Ben off the mat. Guys, yeah. more defense soap. Defense yeah. soap body wipes, defense soap bars, defense I I'll I'll shower with it today. I love it. The gels are great. And they do a ton for wrestling. 
the Finn Soap does so much for wrestling. So support those guys. Shout out, but that is it is you're so right though, JD. In in jujitsu tournaments, they are very like I don't think anyone has shoes on the mat, correct? It's no, like a sin, too. It's like I remember when I I did it one time, and they're like, unfortunately, someone from Flow saw me do it. They're like, you cannot wear shoes on the mat here. What are you doing? I was like, what? I was just going out there to do, I'm just doing something. Um, but yeah, big no no. Isn't that hilarious though? How they're like the two sports both use mats and they think about it so differently. Isn't that really wild? But I think for jujitsu, it's not just the uh, the cleanliness thing. It's just like the respect for the mats, the martial art element. Whereas we're just like you know. But maybe that started many years ago because they didn't want piss on the mat. That's (laughs) probably you know what it all. It probably all ties back to urine. Uh, And unfortunately, there's no way to. I, I wish there was an easy way to solve for that for um, for wrestling, right? They like because the athletes to make them take their shoes off to go to the bathroom because it it is honestly it's pretty gross when you think about it. Um, you know, we you, we do wash the mats, but it's kind of gross, right? It'd be nice if there was a way to, uh, you know, like at, at my MMA gym, Rufus. They always had like a handful of extra pairs of sandals. If you had to go bathroom during the practice, they'd be sitting right by the bathroom. So you could put the sandals on, go to the bathroom, take the sandals back off, and then go back on the mat. Yeah, that's what they do at most like jujitsu places. So, something like that. Oh, also, shout out yeah. Rafion. Sh- Rafion Stotts? What are we talking about Rafion Stotts for? He's a loper. I love UNK wrestling. Stotts. He's a great dude. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> No, let's talk about Rafi and some more Christian. <laughs> Man. That was uh, Ozzy's best champ. friend. And then he, uh, uh, Rafion's son was Ozzy's best friend. And I'm probably his only friend for a while because, you know, Ozzy, he has very specific interests. He just pretty much wants to battle him. <laughs> they they all revolve around violence. <laughs> his, um, his hobby is Clarence violence. Clarence loved violence, too. Little Clarence was hilarious. He loved violence. They would just come over and they would, like, play fight for, like, four hours. It was It was hilarious. Hi, kids. Do you like violence? Okay. That's, <laughs> that's their theme song. Okay. Let's we'll we'll try to have a somewhat of a wrestling show. I, I can't promise anything other than I'll tee something <laughs> up and we'll see where where it goes. Um a little bit of transfer portal news. Uh Tony Negron to Arizona State. That is uh, oh, yeah. a notable thing. Uh, a lot of rumors swirling about Vincenzo Joseph leave, leaving Stanford, going to Arizona State. I don't think that's been like verified yet. But sounds like something that could potentially happen. At least something to monitor. And, hey, remember? Definitely... I meant that I'm gonna put you on the spot right now, Chris. Remember, right after NCAs, you told me of a very big name that was considering transferring, and it has not happened. I That's don't... not happening. I'm assuming. I guess not. Um, okay. Why? Could, um, well, I don't even. Remember I thought about this morning. I looked at the doc, and okay, you, know, you you made it seem like it was a done deal, and then it's not. Um, Kennedy Monday also, I I believe, is trying to get into Arizona State. I heard there were some academic issues um, that were making that process a little slower than they would like. And I wonder if, I mean, so Kennedy is likely a 65, I think we would all probably assume. um, because I think he could go up, though, too. Right, but they've got Kyle Valencia at 74. Are they going to throw him out? No, nope. it's good. It's always good to have a solid backup, right? But I, and and obviously, if you have three good guys and only two of them can make the lineup, that's fine. Because none of these guys are, none of those three are looking like they're like 
you know, title national champion type threats, title contenders, high all Americans. So let let them battle it out. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. So that's interesting. Notable. What, what have you of note? Shane Griffith is still in the transfer portal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he just forgot to take himself out. I don't know. All the other guys did. That's just funny. Saying. I don't think he's leaving, but it is a true fact. Okay. I learned yesterday, um, Slavikuski, the Harvard heavyweight, yes. who has been in, yeah. he is not transferring until next year. He will graduate from Harvard at the end of next year, and then he has to leave due to Ivy League rules or whatever. But he just went in a year early. He's like, I know I'm going to graduate. I'm going to have eligibility when I'm done. So oh. wait, he went Why in as a home? graduate transfer this offseason. He will still be at Harvard this year for a whole year. Yes. That's weird. Okay, but cool. It makes sense. Hey, I got, I heard something so amazing yesterday. It is about wrestling. Do you want to hear it? And can you maybe help me out and see if it's totally true? Of course. I was talking to Chris Harris from Princeton. He told me he's been there 16 years, I think. And they have 100% graduate rate. And zero percent transfers. So he said, since he's been there sixteen years, anyone who's came onto campus has graduated. Wow. What do you That's, think? Is this he's, true? He's the man, right? Is this I true? Mean, oh, this is true. This is like the most amazing thing ever. Well, yeah, I would just say if, a great if, job there. If Dan, he says they do a it, great it's job. true. This is fantastic. Patrick Brucky transferred from there. I don't know if graduate. he graduated, graduated first. Okay, yep, he graduated. Still yep. counts. Call him a liar. No, come on, Christian, help me out. I mean, I just feel like, okay, I'll just tell you why. I feel like this is so preposterous and amazing if it's true. Is my, my I mean, wrestling, divisional wrestling is hard, right? And when everyone commits to doing it, they're not really sure that they want to do it. And so my recruiting class um, at the University of Missouri had 15 kids. Only three of them made it all five years at Mizzou. Um, two others made it all five years and graduated, but there was a very high percentage, you know, so it's that 66% that weren't wrestling after five years and probably at least a third that didn't actually graduate. I think wrestling, maybe don't quote me on this, but I feel like I've read it has the highest, um, that's what I'm looking for, like quit rate of any Which division. Sport. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and also like in football or basketball, if you suck, you just sit on the bench and in wrestling, you get your face rubbed in the mat every single day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you can no still fun. go out there and compete at tournaments and get your yeah, face right? rubbed in the mat some more. Some more, yeah. In front of people. Yeah, not just if you like a backup on the football team, they're like, hey, like just stay in shape and like work out and like stand over there. Be and an energy guy guys. for the team. <laughs> yeah. Um, Christian, you got an answer? You think that's true? What do you think? It, it, I, I mean, yeah, I think it's probably true. I mean, I think some of that's it makes crazy. sense. Is that crazy or not? I don't know if it's more or less impressive that it's Princeton because, on the one hand, you would think, well, anybody who is able to get into Princeton is mm-hmm. good academically, good head on their shoulders. But then, on the other hand, you're like, well, that's probably quite a bit harder than like your typical state college university experience. So. Not one person was like, hey, Princeton ain't for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Also, right. uh, Dean Peterson never made it on campus, but he was committed. 
there for like two years and then flipped to Rutgers. They said yeah. made it on campus. That was what he said. <laughs> said like start started and then yeah. yeah. Wait, where did Dean Pearson go? Rutgers or something? Rutgers. Yeah. Okay. Dang. Okay, right, so I, yeah, I think it's probably true, and I think yeah, you can't transfer from there, and I think it's because Princeton's like you can transfer from there. Uh, it's re- it's really it. hard. I mean, it's really Wait, why like, transfer credits. You, you can. It would be easier. But like, hey, look, I'm I'm from Princeton. I think a lot of it doesn't transfer from all that seamlessly. <laughs> what? Walk up, Christian. Are you telling me any institute would be like, give me your Oklahoma Princeton credits. State credits? Yeah, for real. Give me that Princeton credit. It would be hard to transfer in, I feel like. I think it's more complicated. Yes. Why, the complicated. Ivy League, why the Ivy League always making things complicated? Ben, do your, Princeton, do your Princeton dance again, Ben. Yeah. I'm from Princeton. <laughs> this is my monocle. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Princeton. Oh, we laugh because I've got we love. property on Boardwalk Avenue. Yes, yes. Exactly. Park Place as well. <laughs> I have a get out of jail free card. I love free parking. How did y'all handle Princeton free parking as a family? Like, um, what's the blood type that can go into anybody? That's what Princeton credits should be. Oh, like. yeah. oh I think it's one of the O's. Yeah, that's what that's what Princeton credits. Princeton credits should be able to go anywhere. Whereas like um, UNK credits. They should only oh, be able negative. to go to like UNO and that's it. <laughs> hey, take it easy. Oh, <laughs> very prestigious university. Yeah, the, but you know what? The fact that no one has come in there because a lot of people get in. I wonder what the overall like Princeton flunk out rate is. I'm sure yeah. Google can tell us. Because man, well, how do you not get also, one but... kid in there that just like cannot do those freaking schoolwork? Yeah, or I other, think I, I, hey, I'll conspiracy theory. Ideas. Conspiracy theory is Joe Dubuque doing all the all those kids' homework. Eighty nine percent of first time students in Princeton. Eighty nine percent who attend a class full time were among the most likely in the nation to graduate on time. Oh, that's on time. Oh, six years. Wow, the so graduation rate is ninety seven percent for six years. So it's a very wow. high percentage of ninety eight percent is what universitystats.com is saying. We love universitystats.com. Among female. Wow. The male's population is bringing it down slightly. Harvard actually has the highest graduation rate at 98%. That's crazy. Yeah. Why is it so high? That seems absurd. I wonder if they all... Yeah, well, I don't know. They juicing the the numbers? Yeah, maybe they make it so they they can't... Are they juicing the numbers? I don't know. You think they wouldn't juice... I didn't go to Harvard. You think they're below... You didn't? (laughs) You think they're above juicing the numbers? I don't know. Image is everything for those. Um, okay. We'll, we shall keep it moving. Do we want to get to some questions? Let's I just want to look at graduation rates. You just want to look at graduation <laughs> This rates. one says the University of Notre Dame is number one. I'm looking at uh, U.S. News and World Report, although Which it one? is from 2014. Uh, it's Notre Dame College in Ohio, not university. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at Nebraska Kearney. Uh, overall, 57.6 percent of UNK <laughs> graduate undergrads finished within six years. Oh my gosh, you're you're a you're a rarity. Did you graduate on time? Uh, I wasn't in four years, but I was within six. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, hey, you got well it done. done, man. You got it done. Hey, it's, it's quicker than it took me. I forget how. I don't even know how many years it took me to get my bachelor's. It was quite some time. <laughs> um, I stopped and I worked full time for a little bit in there and didn't even go to school. Okay. So someone uh, 
Coach K, Mike Shashevsky, called in once again, and he is he's fired up about a take of mine. He took shots at Uh-oh. me. Uh-oh. But I'm still going to play it because I got, I got thick skin, if you guys don't know. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Coach K, here. Listening to the episode, CP just said that the grounded rule is a worse rule than anything in folk style, period. Holy cow, okay. Piles, what a terrible take. That is an awful Awful take that you just made here. If you hadn't just told me that you had a 0.9 GPA your junior year of high school, I would have guessed it by how dumb of a statement that is. It's the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing as how refs don't call stalling in folk style. In freestyle, you hit your knees, you go out of bounds on purpose to avoid wrestling, no penalty. In folk style, you stand up on both feet, you go out of bounds to avoid wrestling, no penalty. Same rule. Not more, not less dumb, the same amount of dumb. I'm thinking I'm going to unsubscribe from the show. This is terrible. Coach K. No, uh, Coach, I'm going to defend you on Christian. I think Coach K just wanted to be on the show because uh, it's definitely not the same thing at all. Uh, not even close, in my opinion. Um, but, but to defend Coach K, we don't like that rule either. Yeah. We don't well, like it. Grounded so just lost, makes less sense than any rule. I can't even understand how it came to be. I understand how the rule is actually written in folk style and how it's supposed to be called. That's the interpretation that's wrong, right? They're supposed to be calling yes. something, and these the the refs use the the action cop out to let themselves off the hook instead of just I mean, like I, calling stalling. That's not. Uh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. I quit. <laughs> All right, it's a false equivalency because the actual equivalency here is in folk style. If the, if if you're trying to push me out, Christian, I work really hard to stay in, but you still push me out. I shouldn't I shouldn't be penalized, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they should say action. But if I evade, if I evade, then I should get a stalling call. That's kind of the goal of the rule. Now in freestyle, it actually built this thing in this year, where if I evade action, it's a one point push out plus a caution and one point penalty. Now, in freestyle, where they've messed this up, I can't remember which match it was, but uh, it was, I think it was a final match. Someone was trying so freaking hard to stay in. Like, they were working, and they gave him a caution one, too. It was and I the North like, Dake one. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, I was like, oh, and they, they did think, you know what? Thankfully, they t- took it away, right? But it was like, North was trying so freaking hard to stay in, and they gave him a caution and one. It was like, what what's going on so i think that's the equivalency of the caution one to the the stalling of folk style because it's supposed to you know create the same thing where you want the defensive man to not evade the action for a reward but to stay in the action yeah i mean coach k in a moment of of vulnerability and transparency i revealed my 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 academic woes and struggles in high school and you just (laughs) you mock me and then he says he's going to um, cancel or unsubscribe. No, we're canceling his free subscription to FRL. <laughs> it's canceled. You can't listen anymore, Coach K. Audacious. Guys, you know what you guys should do with that that call reminded me of? Jim Rome, when he has the smack off like once a year. Oh, yeah. That's you, we should have a smack off where once a year people get the call and you get one minute, you say whatever you want. The Hawkeye fans can rip on Penn State, vice versa. The mm-hmm. smack off on floor. That would be fun. We should Once do that. Once a year, you call in, you get one minute. Whoever wins, maybe we bring them down to Austin. They could be on the show once. I mean, it'd be a lot of fun. Does Jim Rome not have too many people that are calling in? Like, I'm, I'm assuming he would have like thousands of callers. The show would take all day. Yeah, I, I think with this, and it's only once a year, and I catch it 
just on accident every now and then. But I, every time I listen to him, I'm like, this is really good. That would but be he's, fun. You know, he's just got his cast of characters. I don't know how you qualify for the smack off, but it's uh, it's always good. It's always hmm. really good. Great insults amongst okay. the callers. It's fun. So we've got we've got a question here from Sandy Springs Tsunami. Um, he says have to, have to let bet life savings today on who will win three or more of the first five freestyle meetings between Gilman or Spencer Lee. No contingencies. Oh man, this is uh, this, I don't want to bet my life savings on this. Wow. Yeah, I, I really don't. Uh, I I would pick Gilman. You have to but though. I'm, that's I'm that's not, what even remotely certain about that at all what are you not certain about him winning who who thomas gilman okay so but okay it's gilman or spencer lee yeah i'm picking answer, gilman just answer the question but i don't really love it i don't love the answer i don't love it like like if you said pick um if you said pick kyle dake or who's someone that's not quite as good as kyle dake he, uh, I can't think of anyone right now. Anyways, I'd pick Kyle Dake, right? And I would feel very comfortable about my life savings being in good hands. Yeah. But so makes this a good question. Yeah. I'm not certain yeah. on either one of these. I'm picking Thomas Gilman because there's so many injuries and other things with Spencer. Yeah. Wayne. Yeah. I, I feel like this we're, we're te- This is teed up for, for a Shane Sparks. The best kind of ability <laughs> is availability. I feel like you were just sitting on that one, Shane. I, I'm not trying no, to I speak just, for I mean, you. I, I'm in on this one. As as of right now, Gilman with the experience, Spencer Lee's with his, you know, with his recent injury history. I mean, you're, I mean, you take Gilman, but I, I'm I'm with Ben here. It's not like I'd be like, oh, Spencer Lee beats him. I'd be shocked. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. Like I just. I mean, I, I. When's the last time we've seen Spencer Lee in freestyle? December only one time. We've only seen it one time. One so, time I mean, senior I just, level. Yeah, I mean, I'd be, I I don't know what I'm talking about. I mean, I just don't. All right. Well, we got a special. Caleb Piles, we need you to come here right now. Uh-oh. Let's okay. go, Caleb Piles. So let me tee it up. Everyone wants to know. Stand right here, buddy. Hey, Is how did gonna... his Astros do last night? I don't know. They beat the Mets pretty good. Nice, yeah, nice. Doing good. So the question is, Gilman or Spencer Lee in the first three ma- – who's the first to win three matches there? And I'll tell you what everyone said. Ben Askren says Thomas Gilman. Shane Sparks says Thomas Gilman. I say, well, I you, think I say, he said he's wrong. I say Thomas Gilman. What do you say and why? Spencer, because he's better. Oh. Oh, man. Oh, that's, that's it. Yeah. Okay, well, we haven't seen him wrestle in a while. Why do you think he can beat Thomas Gilman? Gilman is a world champion. He's an Olympic bronze medalist. He's very experienced. Why do you think he would win? Um, because he, uh, um, I don't know. You don't know? Okay. <laughs> well, no, because he's better, but but Gilman's only going to win worlds this year because Russia's not there. Wow. Oh, 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 God. Get him off the show before Thomas Gilman you gotta comes get out of here. I can't, I can't let you be around Thomas Gilman now. No, Gilman's a nice guy. He would not be mean to you. <laughs> all right, get get out of here, kid. All right, thank you, Caleb. All that'll right. be that'll be fun to watch, though. I mean, that'll be <laughs> that'll be a great match. I can't believe he said that. Um, I think Gilman should just come in there and just lift up the desk and smash it. Gilman, Gilman, uh, he'd be diplomatic about it. Very nice guy. Yeah, I don't. For me, it's like you can you can think about this a lot, and you think about the talent, and it's all the things. 
that we skill. know about Spencer. Um, no, I, the talent, yeah, skill. You're right, skill. Um, it is, it is their skill. But it's all, it's hypothetical with, with Spencer right now. It's totally, it's, a, it's um, now, what, here's what we don't know. And how were those goes going right before Thomas left? It's also different Thomas Gilman, clearly. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. But, Different Thomas Gilman. But 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 hold on, let's not act like hold on. He's this ankle picking, far ankle scrambling. Like the stuff he's doing, underhook control. It's like these are not new, mind blowing. These are subtle tweaks in Thomas Gilman's game. Sometimes it's that's not all you su- need. Yeah, you need those are well. Hold on, subtle tweaks are big. I'm not. I'm not minimizing. The importance and obviously the the changes it's made, but this guy was a world silver before. Okay, he beat he won Olympic bronze, he won a world title. Okay, he's obviously wrestling better than we've ever seen, but we can't pretend he is just like demonstrably different, like completely different wrestler, completely different guy. Ooh, and I that don't know. I, I and think, that Spencer I, Lee's familiarity with the aspects of his strength, controlling center. Underhook, single leg, right? A, a lot of it is 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 very similar. He's just he's improved his finishing, right? His tactics are are incredible. His attack rate is is really high. He's he's amazing, but there is an element of familiarity that can't be discounted. Is my only point. And to say he's a, a completely different guy, um, you know, this isn't Jordan Burroughs from two thousand eight to two thousand eleven kind of difference here, guys. I have no idea. I, I can't speak for Thomas Gilman on this. I just remember an interview, and I, I just remember an interview where somebody asked Thomas Gilman a question once, and he made the comment of, I got to worry about Spencer Lee. Do you remember that mm-hmm. interview? No. I think that was okay. after he, uh, it was after, I think after he beat Dayton maybe, or he was talking about how Spencer got him ready. He's like, guys, I'm worried about, or. Maybe I, that's he, what it was. Yeah, something like that. So, I remember it. So I, w- I would say this, and I have no idea. But maybe at that time, maybe at that time, Gilman was, I don't know if I'd use the word nervous or concerned or whatever. I'll tell you this. There is no way in hell right now that Thomas Gilman does not. And maybe he felt like this way back when. But right now, I will bet you Thomas Gilman is 100% convinced he's beaten Spencer Lee. I agree. I mean, I I will bet. And I'm not saying he didn't think that before. But there might have been there might have been a little doubt based on their history, and I don't know how that went. But right now, Thomas Gilman fears nobody. That's I. You know what? I agree with you fully, Shane. I don't think <laughs> Thomas Gilman is all that worried about it. Um, and obviously, here's the other thing, guys, that we should be saying is Thomas Gilman's probably going to win medal this year. I think it's more likely than not, mm-hmm. which means he's going to be sitting out. So yeah, but who's going to beat Spencer Vito? Well, no, I'm just saying we're going to see a whole bunch of Spencer Lee, and he's going to have to beat some other good people to even get to Thomas. He's going to have to beat Vito. you got to assume that Spencer Lee's about uh, Spencer Lee. Sir Arnold's probably back in the mix, I would guess. Who knows? Um, I don't know. Who knows? Seth Gross may be dropping back to that weight class. Dayton Fix may be dropping back to that weight class. 2024 will be a little field. different. 2023 though but some guys i'm i might start some of them might do it a year early yeah um and then the thing that you guys haven't said yet is spencer lee's got two new acls how's that gonna play in Mm -hmm. 
So it's interesting. I do. I have yeah. seen him doing some pull-ups uh, uh, with some weight yeah. on his waist, which has been very impressive. But um, I'm not actually impressed till he does one with Tony Cassiope hanging on his back. Then I'll be impressed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyway, uh, Spencer, that was, that was a the joke. challenge. That was I a don't joke. know. It's a lot of weight. Um, maybe Tom Brand's on his back. I think he could do that. No problem. He did 150 um, pounds. So what's another? Yeah. What? What are we putting Tony Cassiope? 100 pounds. 230. 230, yeah, 240 now. But we haven't seen him doing any leg stuff, you know, stance in motion, explosive leg stuff. So till we see that then. Hey, speaking of Spencer Lee, and I got to follow, I just haven't followed up on this. He was on Instagram within the last couple of days saying, who's the greatest 125 pounder in college wrestling? And he said, it's not even close in his opinion. And it wasn't him. Did you guys Ooh. ever see? I didn't see what the answer was, or maybe he didn't even give it I out. Yet. See this. Oh, I wonder who he said. Abbas, maybe it's Mike. Abbas was the Abbas was the guy I thought about first, and then I thought Barry Davis, but Barry Davis was probably six. What's that? He's probably gonna say Tom Brands, right? Like Terry. Terry was one twenty six. Which one was which weight? Tom was thirty four. Terry was twenty six. Okay, I'm not sure. I didn't see Barry Davis was the first name that came to mind. Barry Barry was a one eighteen pounder. Yeah, then I went to Abbas. Abbas came to my mind second. Well, I'm if you're doing true 25 pounders, there's only been, you know, what? No, let's count 126. Let's count 126 also. It's a huge difference at that level. That pound, that changes everything, Ben. <laughs> um, okay. I'm trying to find this video. I didn't know if you guys saw it and that he had, gave an answer. Maybe he didn't give an answer yet. I thought it was on his story. Oh, it must have been on, on his in- story because it's not, it's not a main page. Okay, post. on Instagram I saw it. Made me think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, are we talking about just collegiate results, or are we talking about post collegiate also? I yeah, think I, I, I'm not sure. Sammy I'll give you a match. Small, I'll give you a match yeah, I'd yeah. love to see. What's that? Sp- you know, sp- talking about Spencer Lee and talking about Gilman, my mind drifts. I would have loved to have seen Spencer Lee and Barry Davis. That'd be a scrap. Man. Fun. Yeah. I don't think I've actually ever seen a full Barry Davis match. I think I've seen some highlights of him. Um, but I don't know if I've ever seen a full Barry Davis match. Shane loves Barry Davis. Wisconsin. I love Barry Davis. He I is a great awesome. wrestler. It's the most it's one of those overused things people say, but it's the truth. Great wrestler, and you will not meet a better guy than Barry Davis. They don't exist. I know they Ben and Barry home. got kind of heat, but man, two two very good people, in my opinion. I think uh, Barry Davis and Ben Askren should be All right. Barry Davis. Be... I'm looking at the Barry Davis uh, 1982 NCAA Finals against Kevin Darkus. Okay, Barry Davis got a YouTube page. You know that? <laughs> oh yeah, he's a Renaissance man. He's he he's down with the YouTube. technology. Someone's doing this for him. No way. If you watch wrestling, it is it is pretty fantastic how much it's evolved. And you know, so one day, one day I was bored. I don't get bored very often, um, and I don't know why, but I saw the I saw the nineteen ninety six NCAA finals, and it was like, oh my god, this looks so old uh, and so slow compared to modern day wrestling. And then it was like, oh crap, I freaking started my college career only six years after that, that thing <laughs> happened. Holy moly! <laughs> yeah, but I. Uh... It is the evolution is insane. We were watching what year was that? It was like twenty or thirty something. We were watching like the twenties or thirties NCAA finals. We we uh well I, doesn't matter how, but we have them. And nineteen twenties, uh, literally. And they're like what? Yeah, I'll, I'm uh, the worst. Have them how? <laughs> I can't I can't say. 
Um, I, I can. I'll, t- I'll call you later. Um, Hillary, should release the tapes. Oh my god, <laughs> this wrestling is so bad. Like, if one of my middle school kids just did what Kevin Darkness did, I'd flip out on him. What would he do? Just shoot a single leg? He no. Uh, Barry Davis had turned down on a single, and then the way he, the way he, he didn't get the takedown, and the way he approached, um, they tried to get on top of him was, was very poor. Okay. Um. Well, yeah, Barry was like a brutal hand fighter, as I recall. There's a video out there on fluorescent.org of Barry Davis literally trying to break my ribs yes. showing a body lock finish. Unfortunately, he, he was unsuccessful. Did he, he did not break them. No. I my ribs are unbreakable. Very strong person. Wow, that's a challenge. Oh, here we go. Look at, who is this little puppy Wait. dog? <laughs> Who's this guy Barry Davis is wrestling? That's not our, our sweet, look at JD. Oh my God. JD, look at you look like at a baby. <laughs> oh yeah, this is how you beat the Wizards. What are you there, JD, in like fourth grade? That <laughs> was oh two God. years ago. <laughs> Man, th- he was elect- two and a half. He came in HQ after this, and he, what a ham! He cracked us up. We were like in stitches laughing at this guy. He was, uh, he was picking on Nomad. Gosh, so it was funny. so funny. It's so funny that Barry was just pointing that part, uh, that uh, point on his, you know, wrist. He one time in the Badger wrestling room showed me. I don't remember what it was, but he went to that part on your wrist right here, and how you can just basically inflict crazy pain with it mm-hmm. savage all right barry davis for spencer lee let's run it let's run it right now i mean <laughs> if barry davis doesn't get to train with modern techniques he's gonna get murdered um but let's give him like three months with mo- modern wrestling techniques <laughs> three months at awa that uh that same session he did a, a wall talk with with mike about the story about him quitting the team and gable like tracking him down and at the big just... pins, I think that was. Yeah. yeah. Busted him with a bag of donuts, donuts. <laughs> at the uh, gas station. He's like so... outside of like a high V or something like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> That's a classic story. And there's also the classic Johnny Hendricks story where um, basically they they uh, gave the McDonald's staff in Stillwater a picture of Johnny Hendricks. Like if this guy comes in here and Wait, tries to get real? food. This <laughs> yes. happened. And John- I thought this was a joke. I thought this was a joke. Are you kidding me? No, this happened. Johnny Hendricks tells the story. They had his picture, and then they were they had a number to call for if it if it happened. So they called. As it turns out, it's Mark Branch, and Mark Branch shows up, and he's like, "What are you doing, Johnny?" He's like, oh, "I got a salad." And then they're like, "He ordered like you know just an audacious amount of like Big Macs and all this different food," and so he got busted there. Um, he also was trying. He also had uh, dreams of making a chair out of Little Caesar's throne, not a, just a chair, a throne, throne out of Little Caesar's pizza boxes. He had seen this and he thought this would be a, the coolest thing you could do. So then he was getting all the five dollar hot and ready's and keeping the boxes so he could make a throne. Oh my! Where, where is Johnny Hendricks these days? Where is oh he? Where's he at? He's been in the Dallas area for a while. I don't know what he's doing now. Um, no one knows. I would have thought hey, Ben and because Ben, you and him were always pretty tight, right? What? Yeah. No. <laughs> that was my nemesis. I wanted That's your boy. I wanted to wrestle him, and then I wanted to fight him, and I ne- he beat me twice in high school. I never got to compete with him again, and it, it was really unfortunate because I really he wanted was to tough, compete with man. Him. He was I remember tough. watching he, your high school He never wrestled freestyle, so that was unfortunate. The big rig. Yeah, he was. He's a good fighter. Um, did y'all y'all ever wrestle outside of that? Col- that high school match that was he beat me in fargo in 2001 yeah 2001 and then he beat me in the dream team in 2000 dream team 
June, March. That's the match yeah, I've March seen. And then I, I tried to compete with them in college. I, I offered the NWCA to cut down to 165 um, for my senior year to wrestle him because I wanted to, and they denied my request. What? And then he never, yeah, he never. I So listen, I heard Johnny turned it down. I don't know. I said, listen, I certified for one. I cut weight for the, the um, Certification. certifications. I certified for 165. Um because I knew I was going to 163 post college season, you know. Yeah. So I got down, I certified, and then I told the NBCA I want Johnny Hendricks, and they didn't make it happen. Dang. Well, that doesn't yeah. that that could definitely have been on his end too. Yeah, of course. But they didn't tell me that. They just said it ain't happening. So I said, went... I'm not wrestling then. I don't want to participate in your shitty All Star Classic. <laughs> you should have went 65 that year, like the reverse Dake. <sighs> It would have been that would have been too hard to make it like all the time, but I definitely could have done it for like uh, a one, one time. time thing. One ben, time. let me ask, let me ask you this, Ben. What? Who's who's the guy? And I I think I'm I got a guess at this answer. I don't know. Oh. Who's the guy that you competed with in big big matches that you uh, are closest with? And and my guess was my, my friend, guess would be Herbert. Friends, um, I don't know. That I'm super close with anyone. I mean, I'm. I'm friendly with Gavin. I really like him. I hope we send him someone AWA. I'm friendly with Herbert. When we see him, we we talk and chat. I, I guess I'd say I'm friendly with Chris Pellington now. Um, and then I don't know who else you'd say I competed with at a high level. Maybe like, uh, say, a Tyrone Lewis or Donnie Pritzloff. And I, I'm, I don't have anything against them. I just don't see them anywhere ever. You wrestled Pritzloff. Was that no weight? I wrestled him like four times. I beat okay, him. Man. I lost to him twice in 07, and then I beat him in the winter of 07, and I beat him twice in the spring of 08. So five, actually five times, I think. Man. Man, Shane, yeah, Shane would have about, a hard time with that match. Different styles. You and yep. Donnie. Holy smokes. Yeah. Shane loves Donnie Pritzloff, boy. Hey, yeah, I love, so let I, me I, update I, you guys on this uh, Barry Davis and Tim This is, I, I, listen, I don't want to pick on Barry Davis or 1982 wrestling, but my <laughs> man got called for locked hands. So, do you guys know the seatbelt? It's probably the move you're just talking about, seatbelt, and then we call it rib crusher. Yeah. Um, he just he just was on top, and he locked his hands there, and they call him for locked hands point. I mean, this is like, like I said, if one of my <laughs> middle school kids do that, I would have said. Yeah, but it's 40 you, years ago. Here? 40. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You guys got to see this clip. Dan Gable just drinking some water. It's hilarious. <laughs> hold on. Tyler. Tyler. Hold on. I, I learned we, how, we probably I mean, can't play it. Oh. Who's why not? Say? It's on Barry Davis Wrestling. It's on Barry Davis Wrestling. Uh, let's see. Share. Oh, I need the starting clip. Copy. All right. I'm putting this towel. I'm putting this in the dock. You got to see Dan Gable drinking this water. It's so awesome. I'm putting it on the top of the FRL dock. Well, okay. I can't wait. Boom. Did you timestamp it? I put it there. Yes, I, I timestamped it. So, yo, all Tyler's got now. it. You guys got to see Dan Gable drinking this water. Okay, here it's it comes. Hilarious. You're about to see Dan okay, G right. Gable drinking water in the flesh, guys. This is this is really <laughs> happening. Watch this, watch this. It's so tremendous. Full screen it, Tyler. Full screen it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What is he doing? <laughs> that actually <laughs> delivered. Come on. <laughs> Why? Play it again. Play it again. <laughs> Dan, we can't show that anymore. Oh, why? It's because it's one, one of those time. little straw ones. Why don't they? One more time. Do it again. Do it again. Come on. Oh, my God. Someone get Dan oh a real God. bottle of water. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably how everybody drank water. Then. Unreal. 82, man. 1982. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. <laughs>
Oh, Ben. Ben looks like he's crying. Ben is hurting. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Did you see I, that? What yeah. in the world? What's going on? Why did he do that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you, Barry. Oh, Barry's watching. Oh Someone will tell him. Uh, uh, we should end the show on that. All I right. Can't, I can't concentrate. I can't concentrate this anymore. This was great. A lot of fun. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. Big thanks to Shane. You made the show, buddy. It was fun. Oh we will. Uh, we're gonna go get some tacos, JD and I. You guys, I hope you find some tacos. Uh, I don't have any tacos. Um, oh my god. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a I'm good out of show. breath from that laughing. Oh my god. Got your ab workout for the day. All right, so we're gonna go. Thank you guys so much. Natalie says goodbye. <laughs> have a nice day. We're, she's gonna go watch a full work day. I'm gonna play Kozak and ping pong. I hope I win. Oh. Show Kozak the, the Dan Gable drinking water thing. I will. I'll show Kozak. I'm gonna show everyone. Don't worry, Ben. <laughs> We're gonna show everyone. All right. See you guys. Thanks. All right. See ya. Bye.